welcome and thanks for tuning in to Mindfully Strong Podcast. I'm your host, Drew Science, and I am super honored to be here with you and to dive into Mind Right for Results and my personal fitness journey. So if you know anything about trainers, typically we get into this profession because fitness was either a love for us forever, right? It's something we've been doing since kids and we really wanted to turn that into a career or it's something that we've become passionate about due to a necessity, right? Maybe we were unhealthy at one point in our life and we needed to make the pivot or we had a health issue, chronic health issue. We started exercising that helped us improve. So now we want to share that with others. Okay. Well, for me and my personal journey, I started on the, the, the earlier end of that spectrum where I simply wasn't healthy as a kid. I was very involved in sports like baseball and that type of thing, but that wasn't really reinforced on the nutrition side, on the sleep side, and on the exercise side, either at school or at home, right? My my really biggest understanding of of fitness growing up was that I had to walk a lap at PE and I was going to do terrible on my fitness test. Okay, that was kind of it, right? Once, uh, and once those things would happen, there was no follow-up. So I really felt kind of left... um, just with my my jaw dropped and not knowing what to do. So that really kind of gave me a foundation of of ill health, which led me to still being involved with sports where I was able to play football, actually didn't continue playing my childhood sport of baseball because I was simply unathletic. I wasn't in shape enough to compete on a high school level baseball field. So I had to continue my sports career pivoting with football, which was amazing and a phenomenal opportunity for me. But I think it still kind of pushed off the inevitable of like, hey, dude, you need to address these health issues. I had high blood pressure. I'm sure my blood sugar was out of control. I had like a like a 42 inch waist as a high school senior, right? Just just things were not lining up for me. So with that football career, I was able to kind of, you know, be big and strong and push off those health issues. But really, what it did finally was just show me like, man, there's so much more to this exercise and health piece than just weight loss and just fitness itself. So luckily at 19, I had my awakening where a doctor told me like, Hey, Drew, look, you got high blood pressure. Your weight is out of control. I was, I was 298 pounds at the time. And I just kind of made a change. And, and through that, through that experience, I feel that I'm now compelled to share my knowledge, my experience, and my education with you to help you get results. But not only that, I um, went through a lot of mental struggles with that journey. And and that's what I want to talk about today is kind of the mind right for results. Well, initially, when I was told that I needed to improve my health, that I needed to lose weight, that I needed to, um, you know, just clean up my diet, I really took a all or nothing approach. The first thing I did was I tried to run outside. That was my first step. And at 298 pounds, I mean, yeah, I could run short sprints for football, but to jog a mile was impossible for me. So I did the hardest thing was run outside, which was really hard. And I did the second hardest thing, which was cut out all carbohydrates. I stopped eating carbohydrates for a short period of time initially in my fitness journey because I thought that it was going to help me lose the weight I needed to lose and get healthy. Well, guess what? I hated running really quick and I was really hungry. And when I started eating carbs again, the initial 10 pounds I lost for not eating them for two weeks came right back on. So I really started with this all or nothing, have to do the hard stuff, have to cut out all the things that are bad mentality to now 
uh, learning and growing through a process and through uh, my education and my own personal experience that have really taught me that there is definitely a different way. We don't have to do all the hardest things first. And this is something that we can enjoy and experience for our entire life, not just these short periods of time where people like to, to go into to weight loss mode, right? So um, I'll cut it out with the air quotes, but I want to just give that, give that background so you understand like, hey, I at one time had a substantial amount of weight to lose. I lost 60 pounds in 18 months and it was, it was hard. It was really hard. But with that, I got a lot of mental work done to understand health in a different way. And then pursued an education that kind of taught me not only the foundation pillar blocks, but also like how I translate that over to working with people. Right. So just in my personal experience of taking the hardest route to exercise and nutrition. Let's talk about taking it to maybe some easier routes for you. So the first thing in regards to mindset for results, let's be a little bit easier on ourselves and take on tasks that we can actually do and stay consistent with. If you have not run in the past year, that probably shouldn't be your first step when you're starting your workout, right? We should probably start with a walk. So um, again, let's be nicer to ourselves and address our lower hanging fruit first. Now in regards to fitness and health and fat loss, our lowest hanging fruits, first one is gonna be sleep. So we like to fix sleep first. If you're not getting a consistent seven or more hours of sleep each night, you definitely wanna address that, okay? So again, mindset shifting from I got to stop eating food to do all the exercise to I need to make sure I'm resting and recovering and taking care of my body, right? So that's our first low-hanging fruit. Second low-hanging fruit is absolutely hydration. Man, I can't tell you how many people I come across each and every week who are simply dehydrated. They suffer from headaches. They suffer from fatigue. And when I ask them how much, how many ounces of water they drink, it's typically like I don't know, Drew, a couple drinks of a bottle or two bottles. And it's like, guys, we absolutely need half of our body weight in ounces of water each day. So if you weigh 150 pounds, 75 ounces of water every day, non-negotiable, low-hanging fruit. We already have to drink water. Might as well drink the proper amount, right? Okay. So next low-hanging fruit, that's going to be your daily physical activity level. Most people do not move consistently throughout the day and throughout the week. A lot of folks that use those fitness trackers, you know, they say that they want us to get 10,000 steps per day. Awesome. Um, if you're already doing that, great. But uh, most folks in today's day and age with COVID and we're kind of still stuck indoors, we're not getting those 10,000 steps each day. So planned daily movement is another low hanging fruit. It doesn't have to be exercise. It doesn't have to be burpees. It doesn't have to be a bike ride. It can simply be gardening for 30 minutes a day, but addressing those three low hanging fruits before you do anything else will be so, so impactful to your results long-term. And so kind of transitional for you to get into a different mindset and to address those daily habits that need to be done to help get the results that you desire from your life and from your exercise program, okay? So again, we address those three low-hanging fruits first, sleep, hydration, and inactivity, and then we can kind of talk about fitness. Excuse me. So with fitness, we're going to look at what your current level is now. Again, when I started my plan, my current level was not outdoor runner, and I decided to start as an outdoor runner, and that led to a lot of frustration, right, on my end. So 
finding out what your current level is. And obviously levels range so much. I work from with people that are just coming off of knee surgery and need a a kind of prehab routine after physical therapy. And then I work with people who have been working out for decades that just need some structure, some accountability and some progression behind their programming. So it's like, Hey, let's be honest with ourselves first and determine where we are today. That way, the program that you start and your mindset can take you to where you want to go. Being honest with ourselves in the starting phases of our routine is absolutely a solid thing that you can do to, again, be honest with yourself and to make sure you're starting in the right place and progressing properly. And once you determine that level, maybe it's beginner, so you're going to start with bodyweight movements, or maybe it's advanced, so you're going to start with barbells, whatever it is. Once we determine that level, you have to accept that we're at this level now and that we're going to progress. I see too often that one of two things happen. Either people are unwilling to accept their fitness level that they're at and they do things that are more difficult, right? And then that gets them in this sore, injured uh, loop of not doing physical activity. And then the second thing that we see happen is people don't progress. They stay at that level for forever. I can't tell you how many times I'll go into the gym just, um, you know, in my, in my local area and I'll see the same people there doing the same weight and the same routines that they've been doing for months. Not that repetition is bad. We definitely want to have a foundation of movements that we repeat each and every session, but if we're not progressing, our body's not really getting that progressive overload and re- resistance that it requires to adapt and to get stronger and to, and to produce more lean muscle and less fat. So again, um, we want to make sure we accept where we're at, but we also give ourselves that flexibility to move on and to start where we currently are. Okay. And then from there, we really want to look like, look at like, Hey, what does consistency look like for you? If we start in a mindset of consistency looks like five days a week, but I can't fit that in my schedule, then that's not realistic, right? So to have your mind right for results, we need to be on the front end of what consistency looks like for you. From a coaching standpoint, if you're getting at least two full body workouts in per week, I'm going to say that that's pretty solid and you can stay consistent with that over time. And we're going to get some results with that. Okay. But if two workouts per week is like impossible for you to fit into your schedule and you're looking at starting a five day program, what's the point, right? So let's really make sure we're on the, we're on the front end of that and saying like, Hey, what's realistic for me and what can I stay consistent with and not consistent with, um, you know, once in a while, but consistent with week over week. So what does that consistency look like? Again, maybe it's just those two workouts per week. Uh, Maybe it's just those walks every day to keep you going to address that low hanging fruit. But again, we need to understand what consistency looks like for you before you get into your routine. Because if you think it's something and then it deems to be something else, that's when we have that kind of internal struggle and we're in this stop start phenomenon. So on the front end, if we can really determine what consistency is going to look like for you and what you're able to do, we're going to be on the path to fast results. Okay. And then another thing is being honest with yourself on, you know, can you do it once you've deemed where you're currently at and what you can stay consistent with Is it something that you can actually do? Is your schedule going to work? Have you communicated that with your spouse? Do your kids understand where you're going to be during your workout, right? Just really make sure that we know what we're committing to, that we're capable of doing it, and that we kind of have some some projections on the front end of of how this is going to play out. That way you can really stay consistent, have results, and maintain your health and exercise routine. All right. Last thing I have for you today on mind right for results. 
we want to talk about motivation. I made a Facebook post, gosh, probably sometime in January, kind of that high motivation time for people, right? And it was like, hey, exercise motivation usually comes when you're dissatisfied. Motivation for anything, right? To go looking for a new job, to find a new car, to start um, searching for a new house, right? You're usually dissatisfied with your current situation. So when that happens, motivation to change is high. Okay. We feel uh, like we're ready for something new. Like we're ready to take on that next feat and motivation is high. Well, what happens is once we get into activity, we realize like, Hey, these results aren't as coming as quick as I wanted to. And this is really hard. Okay. That happens anywhere in life, changing jobs, uh, looking for a spouse, whatever results aren't happening fast. And this is hard. Well, what happens when that, when that comes about? Motivation goes down. So when we think about our motiva- motivation going down, we really need to assess what it is we're trying to stay consistent with. And if we've bitten off more than we can chew, well, heck yeah, our motivation is going to go down, right? If our program is too hard for us or we're trying to do too much each week, motivation is going to go down. So again, remember, it's going to come when you're dissatisfied with your current circumstances, but we want to make sure we can keep that motivation there by doing programs and activities that align with your goals, but are also manageable for your weekly schedule and your weekly workload. Okay. And in regards to motivation, one thing we can really think about is like, giving, gifting yourself the opportunity to do your exercise program, as opposed to having to do it. If we make it something that's attractive to us, so it's not too difficult, but it's also something that we carve out in our days. So we have that personal time that's going to give us a much more consistency long-term than throwing ourselves into something that's too difficult and that we're unable to accomplish. So again, mind right for results. We really want to look at what are those low hanging fruits we can address what is consistency look like for you? What does your current level look like? And then as we work through what consistency looks like at your current level, how do we stay motivated? And we're going to do that by making sure we've got the right mental approach to our program. We've got the right mental approach to our schedule and we're not biting off more than we can chew. Okay. So learn from my mistakes. Don't start running when you're not ready to walk and don't cut out carbohydrates before you've even fixed your hydration or sleep needs. Okay. I really hope this was some impactful information for you and you can take it and use this to get your mind right for results. Thanks so much for tuning into Mindfully Strong today. I do have my email linked up in show notes as well as all of our social media platforms. So feel free, shoot me a message on either social or via email. Let me know what you thought about today's show. Get in your exercise sessions. Keep those mind, your mind right for results. And I look forward to connecting with you very soon. All it has is a guitar and a snare drum. Bang on it. It's this life. I guess it's fine. Change whenever I go to your house, man. It looks like I can see it.